Before we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 3rd of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast, where we spotlight some of the most amazing, remarkable, and inspirational individuals who are all using their power for good as we are striving constantly for this equal, diverse, and inclusive world. And this week, we get the chance to chat to the incredible Shabana Kushi, who was the Person with Purpose winner at this year's Northern Power Women Awards and is now in charge of running a refuge, providing a safe haven for those escaping domestic violence. Shabana, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's such an honour and pleasure to be here. And I know you have the most um, challenging job and I know your story is one of resilience, compassion, uh, but the positive impact that you as one individual makes on other people of lives is is just incredible. So thank you. I really appreciate you giving us the time because I know that everything that you do every day is purposeful and making a difference to to others out there. So thank you so much and congratulations uh, on winning the award this year. What did that mean to you? Wow. <laughs> um, humble is an understatement. I mean, it's, it's an absolute honour. It, it shows the recognition of the work that I've dedicated myself to and the impact it's had on others. It's it's just validating what I'm doing. I mean, like you've just touched on the tragedy that unfortunately I went through. It's it's finding a purpose, making an impact um, out of a loss. And if if it wasn't for this loss, I wouldn't be in this line of work. So um, the journey it just took a different direction, and here I am person with purpose and are you okay if we if you can take us back to where this started with this absolutely devastating and tragic loss um so four years ago my my husband me and my husband we've always run um businesses together so we we were practically 24 7 and um it's unfortunate he he was diagnosed with brain cancer out of the blue perfectly healthy nothing wrong and, and one day we're told um, he has four brain tumours and it just changed everything, absolutely changed everything. He was bedridden for um, nine months and he passed after nine months. It was, it was horrific, horrific going from healthy one day to bedridden and then within a year um, we lost him. But I, it was a really difficult time in my life but I had really, really good friends and family. And one of them being Yasmin Khan, who, who's a founder of Halo. And I'd, I'd known her very many, many years. Um, and I think she, she brought me out of my home and told me, just come and volunteer, just get out of the house, volunteer, and, and see where you go from there. It's, it's better than sitting around. Um, I think with his loss, 
my, I think I lost everything with his loss. The direction, I lost everything. Um, but I mean, my children, my children are my biggest support. My children, I'm dedicated to them. I think for them, it's it's like trying to show them that loss is part of life and you've just got to get up and move on and, and just be positive, take the positives out of it. It's hard saying it. I can say it now. <laughs> Going back four years, it's not something that I would have said, but looking back now, I'm I'm really proud, really proud to achieve what I've done. It's been, it's been a struggle, but it's been good as well. And he will be, no doubt, you know, enormously proud of you. Tell me about the, tell me about your husband. Oh, he was, he was such a good man. It's, it's so, it's so sad. He was a good, he was a good husband, a good son, a good father. He was, he was funny. He was so humble. He was generous. He was, he was a really, really good human being. I mean, we were soul, soulmates. We had a good life. And, and that, that is what I look back at. I am grateful for that. Some people don't have that. And this is what I tell my children as well. You're lucky you had a great father. It's sad. I call them the luckiest unlucky children. <laughs> um, I mean, they've had the good times with their dad. And, and we do try and reflect on that and bring the memories up and talk about him and joke and laugh. I mean, that's that's all I can do now. Can I tell your husband's name? Asif. 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 So, Shabana, tell me how... We've talked about Yasmin coming to you and sort of taking you out, but how did you approach the journey of dealing with such an enormous loss of Asif? It must have been... Well, I, we, just overwhelming. I mean, um, Simone, how do you deal with loss? I mean, it's it's... I suppose you grieve, you get professional support, you focus on gradually building your life. But I think grief is a never-ending process. It's constantly ongoing. There's um, a different type of grief that takes over you during time. Um, I mean, but I've I've always been a glass half full type of person. My mum, bless her, I love my mum. She's always taught us that you always look at the best in everything, and and I have a pos- positive attitude, and I do try and portray that to my children. I mean, I tell them it's fine, it's fine to cry, it's fine to scream, shout. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, I have three amazing children, and they're my strength, and I dedicate myself to them. And I hope I want them proud. <laughs> oh, every day, you know, every single day. And you talked about that support because when you're going through grief, it's where do you go? Sometimes, you know, you've talked about the people who come your way. I think sometimes there's angels that come your way. Um, and I think support's different for different people, isn't it? Whether it be professional support or that friends and family you've talked about the immense support of your three children you talked about taking with you that guidance that your that your mum um if you like instilled in you that, that, that you know seeing the best in, in things what would you say to someone out there who's listening and sometimes we think we can't talk about it we don't to, to talk about that we don't to bring the mood down or everything when actually I think it's really really important to talk about grief. I think the advice I could give for people who are facing challenges, if you're if you're fa- facing a really tough issue, is take one step at a time. There's 
there's no written protocol. Um, I mean, talk to people that you trust, ask for help. I mean, if you have good friends, good family, definitely open up. Don't rush the healing process. It's it's a never-ending process in a way. Um, there are specialist services out there and who are there to help, who are dedicated to this. And honestly, believe with time, I know it's hard and it still is for me, actually. I mean, even after four years, I still get choked up a little bit. But believe that there is a time that'll come when you know you will overcome the deep, the deep grief, but you will be able to start moving on and healing. And I think that is that acknowledgement. You've mentioned that a couple of times, that never ending process and and being kind to yourself through that process. There's no sort of prescribed way, is there, to deal with this. And you know, and through your loss, you found purpose. You found your purpose in life helping others. Um, what strength did that bring to you? you? You know, we talked about Yasmin sort of coming your way and saying, come come out, let, 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 let us, you know, give you sort of another focus. So, um, I mean, wow, it's, it's been amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, so, as I mentioned, I started this position from volunteering. So I'd come to Halo and volunteer. I'd do some admin work. And um, and from there, helping others, it just gave me a special kind of strength, um, knowing that I could make a difference with all these people who were suffering, suffering deep, deep trauma, and being able to help them um, come through and seeing what what help we're giving them and how we're helping them to come through, it was it was it was amazing. It's so it's a blessing. It's such a blessing to help others and see from their darkness they come through and they see the light. It's it is an absolute blessing. I think it put my grief on a back pedestal in a way that. I've I've experienced trauma in a way, and for me to be on the same level as someone who's experiencing, albeit a different type of trauma, trauma is a trauma. I mean, it's it's difficult to experience any type of trauma. So so for knowing that and me being able to help others, it was amazing. And from one thing it led to another, and I'm managing the Halo Refuge now, which is a massive feat. Um, Yasmin always wanted to um, for Halo to take a step onto the property ladder and become a registered social landlord. So we've we've started doing that. We have Halo's bought a property, which is amazing. Then looking to buy another property. So I've been able to do this. I've been able to assist and help, and I'm so proud. And um, I mean, at the refuge, meeting these amazing women who who've been through so much pain and suffering, and to see their potential and to empower them and to make them unleash that potential, um, it, it is it's an, an amazing feeling, incredible feeling. And, and for those of um, our listeners who don't know Yasmin or know about the work of the Halo Project, can you just tell us 
tell us what you do. Yeah, so the Halo Project, we're a specialist organisation that dedicate ourselves to the um, the preventing domestic abuse in the Bain community, so black minorities and ethnic black and minoritised communities. So you have your honour-based abuse, your female genital mutilation, your forced marriage, hidden harms, other hidden harms. Um, we provide support, resources, education, advocacy for survivors. Um, I mean, Halo's mission is just to create a safe space for those affected. Um, we offer information, advice, guidance. We also offer um, IAG to professionals as well. Um, locally, nationally, um, we, we're also accredited trainers so we train professionals as well. We we educate people as well um, into the the hidden harms and how to deal with certain um, abuse. Um, I mean, if if anyone would like further information, our our website is um, thehaloproject.org.uk. Absolutely, we'll put the details in our show notes as well, so people can see how they can support and when. You talked about the trauma and we've talked about grief being this never-ending process, but tell me about some of the positives that have come through this trauma, through the work that you and Halo, uh, the Halo Project have been driving. So um, Halo, over um, over these past 12 years, um, Halo has been founded and I think we've offered I think about over 3,000 women we've offered support and guidance to. So um, finding them refuge, finding them solace, doing outreach support, helping professionals. Um, I mean, one one lady that really stands out for me and and it's, it's just such an amazing story I mean, do you do you mind me going through a little bit of a backstory? Um, I won't say names. I will. I keep it very, very confidential. But some of the ladies that we deal with, they they are basically locked in a room. So this this one one young girl. She she wasn't old. She was early twenties. Locked in the attic, she would only be let out to do the housework. She she wasn't hardly fed. I don't think she saw daylight hardly. Now, when she came to us, she had no hope. No, she was in despair. No hope whatsoever. She, to the point where our ladies contemplate suicide. It's the last means. They they don't see any way out. And when she actually came to us, she didn't understand how there was a service who would help her in her position. So it was really overwhelming for her, very, very overwhelming for her. But we we went through her trauma, we went through her issues, we helped, we assisted. She's she actually started volunteering for Halo. She she said that she wanted to give other women. She wanted to teach them that there is this this hope out there. There there is there are people that can help and assist. 
and there is a future. She she's so she's happily married now. She's working. She's settled into the community. And honestly, at the beginning, I don't think she would ever have seen herself in the position that she is now. And it just it just to to see them excel. It's like so heartwarming. I mean, to the point where she, I think she was one of my first ladies that I actually helped. That was about four years ago. She she invited me to a wedding and everything, and, and we still keep in touch. I mean, they the immense respect they give you, and they they hold you on a pedestal. And I'm thinking, no, no, this is our job. But I think to them, it's more than a job. It's it's life saving. It's amazing. And I think as our person with purpose, when it's clearly more than a job for you, and you know you're you're here fundamentally changing lives, being that guide, being that support, um, you know, creating something that people like you just said didn't even believe that existed. You you've talked about the the, the new license, if you like, for the new the new property. Um, what? What else, um, and, and we'll put information about Halo Project in the show notes, what else can um, people do to support? Because I feel like there's a, there's almost like that level of awareness. It's almost like that, that people don't even know this is going on. So, um, I mean, again, they can get in, if anyone out there listening needs any help and advice, even if you're a professional, definitely get in touch with us. We're, we're here to help. We're here to educate um, and also we're here to train as well. I mean, um, we, we offer bespoke accredited training. So we, we have life stories that, um, we, we deal with on a daily basis. So the training that we offer is, is bespoke to, um, what work we do, but definitely get in touch if you, if you want any information, if there's anyone out there who needs our service as well. We all of the details will be on the website. We have all the numbers. We link the links. We have um, web chat as well. Um, we do signpost to other services as well. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely have a look. Get in touch, Shabana. What what is next for you with Shabana? I I definitely want to grow Halo. I still want to grow Halo. I was speaking to a colleague earlier on, and we were talking about the podcast, and and. I was like, oh my God, but you, she, she has also got a purpose. All the, we're so small in our profession. We're such a small charity, but the women that all my colleagues are so dedicated and go out of their way. And um, one of my colleagues earlier was saying that she would love to have a Halo Africa. She would love to run Halo Africa. And I was like, you'll do it you will do it. You have the right mindset and I know she will do it and I can see her doing it, but we just want to expand. We want to get bigger. We want to educate and eradicate the the harms, the hidden harms in our community. I think via education, we will be able to do that and definitely want to become larger in the registered social landlord section. Um, I mean, there's it's it's so difficult because um, the the challenges that the BME community faces um, there's they're, they're all unique challenges. There's 
there's cultural stigma, there's language barriers, there's support services that don't understand. Unfortunately, they don't understand survivors' background or religion. So it's important to address these issues and educate everyone um, and help everyone equally. Definitely. Shivana, you're an absolute, I know we talk about inspirational role models, but you really are. Us, if we'll be so, so proud. And I'm so, so delighted um, that, you know, we've been able to find some time to hear about you, your story, your resilient journey and, and, and the impact that you're making on and changing lives now. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Simone. Thank you. And thank you to all of you listening out there. I'm sure you'll agree, an absolute phenomenal story. Please do um, check out the Halo Project and see how you can get involved. I think some the really important is about that education um, out there as well. So please do uh, get involved and stay connected with us on all, all of our socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women and all the others. And leave us a review. We we love to hear your thoughts and uh, your 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 stories as well. So thank you so much. And Stay connected with us on our digital hub, the power platform, wearepower.net. Thank you so much for joining. This is the Northern Power Women podcast, a What Goes On Media production.